Hey, it's Amrita. And I'm Anika. We're two high school teenagers who understand that it can be difficult to talk about your problems to someone you barely know. So today, we'll be talking about them for you with suicide prevention. And with that, we'd also like to issue a huge trigger warning. Um, yeah, so... If this topic disturbs you, please um, keep scrolling. Maybe watch one of our... Or listen to one of our lighthearted episodes. Um, if that is better suited to your current mood or permanent mood. Um, whatever's good for you. Don't listen to this if it makes you uncomfy. And yeah. But if you're open to it, we would love for you to get the education and raise awareness. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and this week is National Suicide Prevention Week, but it all surrounds September 10th as World Suicide Prevention Day. So hopefully you're listening to this during then, but obviously you don't have to, but yeah. Um, first, we wanted to talk about um, defi- like defining suicide versus suicidal because I've seen this graphic over Instagram a few times and I just wanted to bring it up. So suicide, as you know, is like the, inten- the intentional doing of taking, taking your own life. Um, but I wanted to talk about suicide versus suicidal and the perspective on that because um, when you hear that someone has committed suicide, like it's commi- it's considered a tragedy and like everyone feels bad and like all of that. But when you think about a suicidal person, often there's considered like attention seeking and people feel you might feel irritated around them and things like that, which is why it's so important to listen to what to to what others are saying and understand that you might that you might not comprehend what's going on in their life but you you should at least try and listen to what they have to say so suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34 and the leading 10th leading cause of death overall in the united states and um the annual prevalence of serious thoughts of suicide by the u.s demographic group uh, is 4.8% of all adults, 11.8% of young adults age, aged 18 to 25, 18.8% of high school students, and 46.8% of lesbian, gay, and bisexual high school students. I, I put that in there. I put that statistic in there because it just affects so many young people and mm-hmm. like pe- like people like us. And I just feel like mental health should be taken way more seriously when when eh, when teenagers like us talk about it and say that we're not doing okay, and that should be taken seriously because of what it can lead to. So that's why I put that in there. Um, so I also put how has the pandemic affected suicide rates and. There isn't like a straight answer on this because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but um, there are definitely more risk factors because of the isolation, the fear, um, you're being stuck in your house that could cause domestic 
domestic abuse, there could be economic stress, and also um, something that really affected me was media coverage. And I had to like step away from that because that was making me feel so bad. So imagine like if you're just consuming so much of that media talking about how the like the pandemic was getting worse and every single day like the po- political ramifications and stuff. That's a lot to take in. Suicide does not discriminate, like, at all. If you looked at the statistics, it's covering a wide range of people um, from different sexualities to adults to the young adults who've made it very... Sadly, it's a regular... It's almost like a regular occurrence for um, teenagers and people in their young adult ages. So it's... Suicide is not something that pertains to one group of people, and it's not something that your parents should just... Or anyone who you talk to, who your loved one that you care about, who you confide in, it's not something that they should just brush off because it happens to... Or it could... It has the ability to happen to everyone or has the ability to take hold absolutely anyone it's and it's that's that thought should be scary to so many people but it's not because we dismiss it so often so yeah yeah someone you know really well could be suicidal Mm -hmm. you just could never know about it um so obviously one thing that we're like really highlighting in this season is what can you do to help so the first thing we want to talk about is knowing the danger or warning signs and we just there's like a lot but we we're gonna talk about nine of them so um the first one is talking about suicide but in in a serious manner like you can tell by their demeanor that like they're actually meaning that they actually mean it and another one is talking about hopelessness or helplessness preoccupation with death um, loss of interest in a number of things, hobbies, things or hobbies, giving giving your things away, setting businesses in order, um, suddenly being happier or calmer because of all of that, and um, disturbance in eating or sleeping and previous suicide attempts. So the, like the main thing, basically the main thing is like change behavior which is what you want to talk about. I mean, what you want to notice. Yeah. For the most part, um, I think that just paying, yeah, paying attention is a really big part of noticing the signs earlier and just, like, being noteworthy of, like, how some people are acting. Like, I'm... I'm so scared that, like, this is going to happen to someone I know um, extremely well. So I always do, like, um, check-ins randomly and just tell people that I love them and that um, that they matter to me and that I would care if the, they were gone. Like, I, it would hurt so bad and just let them know that I love them with all my heart. Like, it's it's really important to just check in with people and do that even like even if it's someone that you probably are mad at or um you don't necessarily 
want to talk to right now, it goes a long way. Like, life is too short. You don't know when it's going to get cut off, what some people are going through, um, mm-hmm. make up, and just, like, have fun with them and, like, make sure that they know they are loved and they matter. And speaking of checking in and doing all of those things, while I was doing my research um, on Suicide Prevention Month, this was a recurring thing I saw, and it was hashtag be the one too, um, which is basically this five-step process. So the first step is to ask, like ask someone if they're do if they're doing okay. Um, basically check in on them, like Anika was saying. And the next step was to be there. So more specifically, be there by listening to them. Like if they if they come to you to talk and um, like maybe say that they need to tell you something, definitely listen to them. It's all about paying attention, like we said. Um, also about keeping them safe. So that's the third step, which means anything that could potentially be legal. So like taking weapons away that or things that could potentially be weapons, like taking them out of their environment. And then the fourth step is to help them stay connected, um, which means like um, helping them find resources to aid their mental health. Um, And finally, the fifth step is following up with them. So don't just like ask them one time and listen to them one time and then just walk away and be like, oh, they're fine now. Like, no, you need to like consistently check in on them, um, talk to them, and just make sure they're doing okay. Also, we're, we're literally not asking you guys to be overbearing mother hens. This is genuinely just like keeping an arm's distance away, um, making sure that people know like you care about them. That is the overall, like the overarching theme here. That should be happening. Like, people should know that you are their, like, you're their friend. You care about them. You don't just, like, pick and choose. I mean, from your friend group, like, you don't just pick and choose the people that you're going to talk to on a daily basis. um, Unless, like, you just decide that, like, contact is not the best thing for you guys. Whatever. Um, Just, if you're friends with someone, continue to just keep asking them if they're suicide like if they're suicidal just keep asking them about their life check in make sure that they know that they matter and like you care about them i always think about like with the following up step <laughs> that one uh jack stopper song doctor it's like 30 seconds and the girl's like um i'm sick whatever he's like uh okay, I'll fix you up, like, the only medicine is love, um, and, oh god, okay, and he, like, uh, tries to make her feel better, whatever, and then once she's done, um, or once she feels better, he's like, oh, okay, bye, I guess, and, like, doesn't really care, like, that's not really want what we want to see, it, friendship is, like, or relationships should last longer than, like, five minutes of you, and, I think with this hashtag, it shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going through the steps and then, yeah, that's it. That's suicide prevention. That's not it. It ha- Like like Amrita was saying, it has to be consistent. 
it always has to be there um because then that is how you know that someone truly cares about you Mm -hmm. the little the little comments matter basically Mm -hmm. um so once again we wanted to reiterate that talking about suicide does not make them more likely to commit it's about talking to them about their feelings what what you can do to help them and listening to them without judging them yeah to put it quite simply yeah and then also um if they're comfortable with talking about this um bring up treatments uh or like possible therapies that they could do such as cognitive behavioral therapy dialectical behavior therapy and then meds such as like antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds um that could help them combat this um dark time in their life and this i feel like this is more of a last resort like medication i think therapy and just like getting your feelings talking yourself out it feels really exhausting and it's a, it's it's not going to happen overnight where you can like sit there and pour your heart out to a stranger uh because that's literally what they are a stranger you don't feel safe so it's going to take a while to just build relationships be able to talk to someone about what you're feeling but i'm telling you it'll like from what i've heard at least it's going to be worth it and uh, i just wanted to say um we know that we named our podcast no therapist no problem but um if it's seriously like if it's a serious issue please go get like professional help like i'm not i'm not joking neither of us are professionals Mm -hmm. we're not like certified or anything so Please go get legitimate help if you are having deeply troubling psychological issues. And also, like, you actually don't even need to be mentally ill to go to therapy. Like, yeah, you can, if you, you can go to therapy just to talk, and it's it all depends on like what I you mean. Like, do. it is expensive and stuff. Yeah, like, just speaking practically, like. Maybe don't go to therapy if you just, like, want to goof off, horse around, and kind of, like, relax. Like, you can do that with your friends um, and, like, find someone who will sit down and listen. Or if you just need, like, one one day to just, like, talk. there You have your health teachers who are great resources, um, social workers at the school. Yes. Counselors. Counselors are not Depends on the counselor. Yeah. Psychologists workers i think are the best um option to talk to uh like for example i talked to my um so my social worker the weekend after i went to um a deeply troubling wake this year and like that really helped me um just like let all my feelings out and it was nice and um maybe you need that or maybe you need a something more regular like going somewhere weekly where you can talk about your feelings and try to solve your issues with someone else. Um, I know a lot of therapy is like pinpointing the problems and it's never really just like getting the solutions. So I feel like that's that's hopefully what we're here for. Um, But obviously there are other options such as medication that you can take uh, if you do believe that uh, there is really nothing else to help you.
Yeah. Um, so lastly, uh, if you are really struggling and um, thinking about taking your life, you can call the suicide hotline at uh, 800-273-8255. And you can also text, you can text the you can contact the crisis text line by texting start to 741741. Um, and also if you are in immediate danger or if you're like, if you're a friend witnessing um, someone else trying to take their life, please call 911 immediately. Um, which, okay. I think you're going to talk about how like they might not be like the best. Um, I'm okay. But, no, I'm yeah. just going to say that if you're like, like I'm okay. I'm gonna give it to you straight. The suicide yeah, hotline and the crisis text line. Text line. I've tried. I've tried the crisis text line. I haven't tried the suicide hotline, but from what I've heard, like it's not as good as everyone makes it out to be. Like they put people on hold. So if you are like really mentally troubled and need are in need of some immediate and serious guidance, please just call call nine one one because they will get people to your house to help you and um actually like take care of the situation with trained psychologists um possibly they'll send more and more people to the scenes and actually try to actively help you in like a very short amount of time or they will get there and help you in a short amount of time versus these people who will literally be like, okay, um, we're going to wait and get someone to talk to you. Just like, please hold for a bit. Hold on for a bit. I'm like, uh, this is not, I feel like out of all of those, if it's super immediate, please just call 911 or like out of all the resources, it's kind of sad, but 911 is the best one. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, also I would like to mention that um, sources used include, um, one second, sources used include suicidepreventionlifeline.org, NAMI, N-A-M-I, which is a great resource, um, the National Institute of Mental Health, which is a government website, which is also really good. I'm gonna. I'll link more that where we did our research, but I highly encourage you to um, do some of your own research and learn more, so you can also help to raise awareness about suicide prevention and breaking the stigma. All right, besties, stay alive. We love you. I love matter. You. I don't love you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. I love love all of you. Um, just to like end this on a more positive note. Um, we all care about you, and you, literally every single one of you, every single one of you that listens, matters so much to us. Uh, because you're helping the podcast grow, but like. You guys as viewers are helping us grow as people, as podcasters, mm-hmm. as just like teenagers in general, um, growing with this mental health thing that we keep living every day. So 
Mm-hmm. You guys are our purpose. Oh my god! Just knowing that there's one person who listens makes all of the difference. And I send virtual hugs. So hopefully you've had some nice catharsis education or just a great time listening. Don't forget to subscribe on and leave a review. Rate, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and like subscribe and follow wherever you listen. Um, and be sure to follow our Instagram and TikTok and Facebook at No Therapist No Problem. So thanks for joining us. And remember to join us in two weeks because even if you have no therapist, It's no problem.